Well, hello there. Welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide podcast. I almost forgot to say the word podcast. I am <laughs> going to be talking a lot today. I'm Bradley. I am going to be talking very little. I'm Randy. <laughs> uh, I'll probably be talking some amount of time. I'm Bryce. Hello. I hope all of these are like measurable t- time frames of a talking. If if you don't talk a certain yes. amount of time, Bryce, we're coming for you. Um, I will at least say I think a hundred words, probably well, much more than that. But all right, I mean, someone, someone keep count. So I have to yeah. be less than a hundred because I said I was going to talk last time. So <laughs> great. Yeah, oh. you uh, you have a hard limit of a uh, ten words starting now. Okay, this is just the me and you podcast <laughs> now, or Brad. Let's go. Yep. Randy, if, even if you like if you laugh or something, like that counts. Like each ha ha counts. Oh anyway. What have I done? Uh, what have you done? <laughs> I think I may have already exceeded the cap is the problem. <laughs> I think within the first five minutes I've exceeded my ten words. Probably oh, so. No. Um <laughs> I don't know a segue. So segue. <laughs> Uh, it's a um, thing you can ride around in the park with. Oh my god! Um, I almost did it once, and I chickened out. Well, chickened well, out. Was it well, one way like of staying hand? safe and alive? Well, I, uh, I'm trying to remember how family friendly this podcast is. If I you was, always, I was out, out of, of town and I was intoxicated, so I was like, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna die. <laughs> You yeah, know what? That's Maybe fair. that's a that's a good time yeah. to chicken. Not out a great time yeah. riding motorized vehicles. <laughs> not a great I, time I to yeah. try. A, I don't uh, regret my decision. Segue. But if you always chicken out of everything you do or everything you're offered, then uh, but you'll if stay I stay alive, have, it'll be boring. If I would have done that, and I happen to have died, you know, I could have become. I could have become a draugr. Corpse. Oh, that too. Could you have? I'm so good. <laughs> Are you, are you like the dragonborn or something? Maybe? Yeah. <laughs> are there no per, like prerequisites to become a drag? Uh, I almost said dragonborn. A dragger? Well, to become a dragonborn, one would have to be an ancestor <laughs> of a dragon. An ancestor or a a descendant of a dragon or a ancestor of a dragon? Well, it depends, right? Because well, at least in D anD D, you would be a a descendant, right? Not an ancestor. No, a, no an ancestor because it's a different a different evolutionary split because. Yeah, you just have a common ancestor, which is oh oh oh. Well, that's that's very different as well. A descendant would be like a like a, your great great grandparents are dragons. If you're a ancestor, that means your great great grandchildren are dragons. No, and well, sorry, common ancestor in terms of evolution. Yeah, common so ancestor. Would, yeah, common ancestor is different. Common ancestor. Yeah, so that's what. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what. That's where it makes about. sense. Okay. We're to, but we're not talking about dragons or dragonborns. We're, we're talking about evolution. So if you're a drogger, then a corpse was your great great grandparents. <laughs> we'll just have a deep talk about evolution because I've been I've been pondering a lot about it recently. Yeah, evolution's a lie. Just kidding. Nope. <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna get into that. I just is it's just for laughs. Um, oh, no. open up a can of worms. But I think Bryce Seaman asked if there's a prerequisite for becoming a drogger or was that... other than maybe dying on a uh, Segway. Yeah. <laughs> what other? What other? That's actually the only prerequisite. Man, <laughs> drogger just recently came around within the last ten years. 
Yeah. And they're pretty rare, I guess, because uh, I haven't been hearing mm-hmm. a lot about Segway accents recently. So, yeah. you have been or haven't been? I have not. I mean, well, I don't think have I've you ever guys? No, I is don't. there a new epidemic going around the states? I don't know. There, I don't there know. is. It's it's running. <laughs> it's it's a huge problem that we need to tackle. Got to quarantine all of the segways. Keep them out of the hands of the fragile people. We're actually oh, doing a we're actually doing a like red alert right now, and like we're, oh, yeah, the, yeah. we're the we're the we're the the news source for this. So please Bart. please listen. Anyways, Ooh. we uh we talk about mythical Frogger specifically. Drogger. This is a Drogger. Oh God, <laughs> be like a two-episode podcast. We'd be done. Uh, and just nothing but Droggers all day, every day. I do kind of feel like we're becoming like a Skyrim podcast because <laughs> Randy, you recently did. I did do. Yeah, I would like it known that you got all this your has nothing to do with Skyrim. <laughs> I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I die. As become the, a Drogger. Uh, resident norse mythology not expert but enthusiast <laughs> um if you're a norse mythology enthusiast name everything from norse mythology go go god or uh <laughs> marvel <laughs> nailed it <laughs> mew mew <laughs> just getting you on your act that was a joke okay so so let's, let's, uh, i'm going to try to focus up um i i might at some point do another episode on Draugr solely for the fact that there is a lot of things that we could be talking about like today it's gonna mm-hmm. be specifically more of like the history and okay and like stories that we have from history about the Draugr. And of course there's gotcha. a whole a whole heap of information from things like Skyrim. Yeah, gotcha, right. Witcher and oh, there's they're in the Witcher. I forgot about that. Yeah, tech. I mean, technically they were in Thor Ragnarok. Technically true. Technically true. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, there was there was zombie warriors. Yeah, like Hela brought back like a whole army oh, of like, oh. zombie dudes. And I guess they were like probably classified as Draugr for sure. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of you know different ways that we could have gone with this and so if divergent lore are that interested, exists. yeah and i would we, we can definitely go into more of their abilities and more of their like the stats that we occasionally do with some of our stuff this is going to be a lot more just based on historical facts and everything mm-hmm. i went to the source man i like give it. me the history facts it. all right what wars that's... did these guys fight in did they help in um, world war ii <laughs> i'm sure someone believes it i'm I not gonna lie Sounds like a I, cool story. I would believe it as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the Draugr, uh, and there's lots of different names that they can go by because when you get to, like, Scandinavia throughout the past thousand plus years, just like everywhere else, there's been lots of language changes. But within that, even, there's Icelandic. There's, well, they're not really Scandinavian, but whatever. There's Icelandic. There's, like, Norwegian, Swedish, Finnish. Danish, plenty of oh, languages. Ish. So every every uh, language has their own interpretation and their own pronunciations. But Draugr is just how we're going to pronounce it today. Nice. Um, it is a undead being known from sagas, folk tales, um, 
word of mouth video games known by a lot of things uh from a lot of things and in swedish it is believed to come from the word drog which is a pale ineffectual slow-minded person that drags themselves along which i find i find a fantastic definition rough dude that's brutal (laughs) because in the morning that's exactly how i feel like myself i mean sure (laughs) but no i like freaking anybody called me a drogue i would be so offended (laughs) wow screw you man i'm just Um, tired i didn't have my coffee this morning all right cool i uh like to to me that is like i'm just gonna call people that that don't know swedish which is most people and they're not gonna know i'm gonna be like yeah just i'm telling you that you're a cool mythological creature nope <laughs> uh, i don't know i feel like if you call them a drogue they're gonna either think that you're calling them a dog or a drag <laughs> yeah so true uh i i don't think they would be flattered by either of those yeah, so maybe not the best, but like, and that's just, I just find that to be a fantastic definition, and I'm here for it. And then if we go further back in the more medieval context, we have um, two different names that we also w- could have heard at the time would have been, I don't even know, Hugboy, Hugboy. That, that sounds about right. That's how I'm going to say it, um, which translates to uh, Barrow Dweller. And then we have Aptranga. Which is a Genwalker, which I prefer that one to the fir- to hug 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 boy. Um, yeah, <laughs> both of those. So a Barrow Walker or Barrow Dweller, sorry, does make sense, and we'll get into a little bit more. But right. when important uh, people in that area, but also in most areas of the world, when they were uh, buried, it would be like in a mound. It would be in some kind of like cave or something but very oftentimes it would be like a mound buried with their treasure and stuff so right that would be considered a barrow and then they would when they come out of the grave they're dwelling in their barrows oh is that what a barrow is is it literally just like a mound of dirt with somebody buried underneath it i always kind of thought like a barrow was like more of like a tomb Maybe I'm wrong. It, it can also be that too. Yes. Um, oh, okay. It's just, in in the context of what we're talking about, it's mostly going to be related to a, a mound, like a burial mound. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And then gotcha. Again, Walker is kind of self-explanatory. When he gets a zombie, they're walking around again. They walk like again. Who would have figured? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, makes sense. So when you get into like the stories, most of the time. It they are going to have some kind of connection, like I was talking about, to a burial mound. So that's kind of where I was going with that. Um, is most of the time that's what we're going to see in the stories. And then also just in today's terms, most of the time when we've found um, like any kind of like skeletal remains from that era of Norse mythology, they're going to be in mounds. Oftentimes buried with their sword and maybe some trinkets. Yeah, right. Um, so they're oftentimes in in the stories uh, warriors that have been draugr, but that we've also seen tradespeople. We've seen sailors um, who've come back to life from their graves or tombs um, with the primary purpose of protecting treasures that they are buried with, but also times just kind of being being a zombie, like 
like just wandering around aimlessly or are they trying to like take care uh, of business murderous or? rampage oh okay that type yeah. of zombie that type of zombie um and and they're kind of like in a weird realm where like occasionally you'll get people that argue that they're more vampire-y and the fact that they like drink blood and stuff occasionally hmm. but they're definitely fall more in line with zombie slash like revenant kind of thing gotcha. speaking of revenant they are a type of revenant in a physical body opposed to something ethereal like a ghost so um, right they are tangible and they are uh, a, like a, a, a do they bleed form, specifically. um i assume and yeah. i would assume that mostly and um, bleed i don't i don't know they're, i don't think their heart is pumping so mm. like basically how how i would think about it when they die anyone dies you start decomposing right so well, when this thing maybe you do <laughs> sorry so I far forgot. i have you're decomposed though just... so. this guy's well, just built different huh? make a lot of I'm, assumptions I'm, i might not I'm, I'm walking and my knees are cracking i'm i'm already starting to <laughs> <decompose>. <laughs> i'm alive mm, yeah well um, i'm taking all the youth from you <laughs> but uh so i mean it, this is like of all one and a half seasons i've seen of walking the walking dead i would assume that they're similar in the fact of they continue to decompose like those zombies i think they do in those in that show where yeah they like do. when they come back or whatever yeah, they just continue to decompose until they're literally nothing so we right. don't have like immortal zombies that kind of Dang. stay in the spot of when they were resurrected or un undeadified um they they are literally just the dead corpse being well i guess that's good and bad news on one hand they're going to continue decomposing so like eventually they'll become like a pile of bones rattling around after you <laughs> progress but on the other hand they don't bleed so we can't kill them so 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 i guess to answer so the you question gotta, they you gotta would wait bleed out, if, if they came yeah, it's just like, a waiting game alive like immediately after death yeah i'm sure that they would like oh okay sick if we blood. if it bleeds we can kill it then we just yeah, gotta get them just, right away it just matters how fresh the drug is yeah really. yeah as yeah, soon yeah. as they've been out of the grave for like a couple of days they are now immortal they cannot be killed they no longer bleed <laughs> that, that sucks uh so going into a little bit more like context to these burial mounds and everything we have a the word um hogbrot i probably also pronounced that wrong basically translates to grave robbing is the so that's the norwegian word for mound breaking and or grave robbing um it's this act of breaking and entering into a grave often descri uh, desecrating it in the process it's a pretty common ex uh, occurrence whether it be actual grave robbing or also i guess actual grave robbing within like like archaeologists taking stuff from graves um, that term can be used for both like purposes of just stealing and or excavating um, with um, most mounds that we have found we have also found evidence of grave robbing 
Uh, oh, I thought you were about to say droggers, and I was like, no way. <laughs> yeah, we have proof. Um, undeniable evidence. No. <laughs> um, but when, when people rediscover, it's seen that uh, they, they, we have evidence that it's been, like, most uh, mounds have been dug up before um, to be grave robbed or something. Right, so uh, it's a pretty common practice, I suppose. Yes, I mean, if you if you even like look at like, I don't know, uh, like Egypt with their the pyramids and everything, like yeah, it's such a common occurrence anywhere. But w- when you get to like the bigger topics, like the the pharaohs and stuff, like almost every single right, one of those right. had been grave robbed before. I mean, they they've been there for. I mean, if you wait year. long enough, it becomes archaeology instead of grave rob grave robbing. So, <laughs> that, yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta play the long game and <laughs> wait it out again, much like the Draugr's. It's just, it's all about time and waiting. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's plenty of theories of why archaeologists think that this happened. Only one mm-hmm. of them would be that it was just for malice stealing something, um, and right. uh, like reasons we could think of um, would be like just grave robbing looking for gold treasures or whatever collecting uh, symbiotic objects heirlooms right like that um, it could be socially sanctioned uh, funeral rites so for instance um, there would be times when like in the transition from the pre-christian to christian era era there would be christian burials that would take place and so they could there could be like arguments of how to bury someone so that kind of stuff could have happened just in general reburying someone because of if family wanted to keep a dead body with them and keep moving it if they ever moved bro that's kind of crazy you know like <laughs> dig then, up your dead family members to like take them know, with you when you are, move some people like to bring dead ashes with people so you know yeah true I, uh, I guess that's pretty true um and i'll talk about it in a little bit as well i'll go into more detail but there's also preventing the dead from returning in a ritual called um the rhymelik motive and I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit but those are some of the reasons why we think people would have committed the grave robbery or um hug brought um so there's been one such account in uh, Gretrir's saga. This was written down in the 14th century, but it was a story about the 11th century about someone named Gretrir Asmundersen. This is uh, taking place in Iceland. He was an outlaw living there, and there were stories written down. We're not. Uh, they were written down as telling a factual historical story. Obviously, we have no idea if it's true or not. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, it was a guy who was apparently no stranger to grave robbing because he did it all the time. Oh, he was a professional law. grave robber. I he see. Nice. Yeah. And he, uh, at one point, um, found came upon a mound belonging to someone named Car in Gamil, Gimli. Um, Gim- Gimli. Gam- Gamli. I don't know. <laughs> Translates to Car the Old. And he was uh, the father of a chieftain in Romsdale, Norway. 
and he decided to dig up the burial when he's or dig up the mound when he was digging he was encountered by a dragger a the risen car himself came back to life and they fought and car um was guarding his mound trying to protect his belongings and in the end uh won the battle and took a sword and some other treasures from the mound um, one of the things that he got was a sword called uh, Car's Not Notcher, which means Car's Gift. Which I think he might have named that as like he stole it, but it was a gift from Car because I won it in battle. Yeah, he gave it to me, man. He wanted me to have it. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. steal it. Um. So and and so that's a um story that we have of someone meeting a dragger you know someone yeah. just trying to protect and that's so that's where it is probably where we get the skyrim dragger we get the right the witcher dragger mostly just something protecting loot that you're right trying to get. right yeah, you're like invading their like burial place mm-hmm. and they're just trying to yeah. defend it and keep you out of it which like on that vein of thought i they kind of a bit of a side note but i think it's interesting i wonder how many of those like stories from back in the day about things like that happening were actually just because people were mis like di- oh, buried um, diagnosed alive. yeah i don't know if it's necessarily diagnosed but yeah like mis in like said that they were killed or misinformed that they had a dead body on them so they buried the person thinking the person was dead and then the person digs their way out of their grave and they're like it's a dragger get it kill it and they killed the person again because they thought it was a zombie or thought it was a dragger. I thought it was something. And it oh, turns out it was yeah. the person hadn't actually died. Had just like there's gone to a coma or like passed out or something. And and the thing is, even though I mean, like, I don't know like if that sounds crazy or not, because it shouldn't, because I mean that's happened throughout history yeah. so many times. Yeah, yeah. It that 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 is a very medieval, real thing that did happen. Um, but like even like during like big like diseases outbreaks and stuff yeah. like they would just put people in mass graves and there'd be mm-hmm. people literally just still alive yeah trying to get so like that's right so that was a very real thing that happened and so because of like I oh, wonder yeah, how many of these could. stories come from that like in fact in uh old england back in the day it was actually there was a while that like they were had a really hard time figuring out when people were dead and when they weren't um because like there was sometimes where like the the pulse would be so shallow that like they couldn't really tell and so just to make sure anytime anyone was buried there would be like a shaft that was like dug like basically like a straw that would be shoved down into the coffin for the person and a string would go up the straw and it would be attached to their finger and a bell would be just out like on the outside of the grave so if anybody woke up in their grave they could ring the bell and the person like the gravekeeper would hear the bell ringing and could dig them up so, Jeez, man. Like, actually, was a thing that, that had to that happen. Existed. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. was actually, I think there that even was a practice here in the United States because Probably. I was in uh, I don't know some some old town and we were doing like a ghost tour or whatever. But we went to this like graveyard. You couldn't go in it, obviously, because um, it was like a protected one or something. But like right. You know, definitely things that looked like that kind of contraption out right. coming out of the ground so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they actually like 
tried to invent like several contraptions to where like if somebody mm. was still breathing, it would like somehow like their chest movements would cause a signal right. like by their gravestone so that people could like redig mm. them up. But man, just imagine if you're like car and you know you're missing diagnosis. He just hit his head like pretty hard, and then yeah. he's like calling for help, like screaming, trying to get out of his grave. Yeah. And then here comes along like this guy. He digs him out, and then he's like, "Yo, what the heck? I was trying to just rob your grave." And he yeah. just like stabs yeah. you to death and takes your sword, man. As for like on the other hand, there was also like, uh, like on one hand, people thought that there was confirmed like proof of zombies and things like that because they would dig up graves and there would be claw marks on the inside of the coffin oh, because right. the person oh, woke man. up and so like they'd be like, so "Ha zombie!" It's like, no, the person just wasn't dead. And they just were trying to get out. And so because of that, there was a little while where people would, like, after the person was buried, they'd put bars over top of the grave, like, where, like, like if down six feet the coffin would be, they would put bars six feet up above on top of the ground. So that way, in case the thing, like, came climbing and, like, dug back up out of the grave, there would be metal bars to keep it in. Which is, like, on one hand, not very smart because it could just dig sideways, but also, dang, crazy. Well, and so, um, literally a continuation of that. So, in these times in this area, there was what I was mentioning, the Reimlich motive. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically, what that is, is in a couple cultures, they would do stuff like that. And then, in this culture, specifically, they would be... um, what they would do to keep the dead in the grave when they think that this person could be like a zombie or something to prevent right. them from coming back to life from preventing them from getting up. They would either uh, place heavy boulders mm-hmm. <laughs> on them or, to, uh, or like tie a heavy boulder to them so they couldn't get up or to penetrate their feet, to penetrate their hands or something with wooden stakes. Oh, um, yeah. And so, um, Man, that's like this pretty has, messed up. Jeez. Well, horribly. Um, but this would also just like been, stab the dead person to make sure um, they were dead. Mistaken for like people trying to be like, oh, this was zombies. They were staking them. But no, it was literally just to, to like keep them on like in the ground. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, this that's the exact kind of thing like that they were trying to prevent them from coming out, but not people from stealing their stuff. <laughs> So, you know, it's fine. Um, and then we have, um, when I, I mentioned that collecting heirlooms was a another reason to grave rob. We, they believe that, like, uh, the people thought that people of power, when they were buried, continued to have that power, that their name was living on. And their burial was, like, the, the source of that continued power and belief i don't know if that makes sense Mm. um but that someone who was trying to sully someone's name or or steal some of that power or fame or anything would try to to steal you know a a ring or a sigil or a sword or something like that to to try to be like oh i i've taken someone's power you know yeah, I yeah. can see that. Like, maybe you think the reason why like a great person was great because they had like a, a super cool ring. And yeah, so yeah. It takes magic. That, put that on. Maybe you're great now. You don't know. Um, and 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 that's like like 
to me, this is kind of where you get these like these historical swords that are meant to be like incredibly powerful. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. I think it's called Northmen. Oh yeah, I mean, the, I heard of kind that. of an, I it's kind of like a newish Vikingy movie or anything, whatever. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. That's the one with the Alexander Skarsgård or one of them, one of the Skarsgårds. Maybe. I believe. I think it was that one. And he got um, super jacked. Oh, yes, yes, that is it. Um, <laughs> sorry for knowing. Yep, <laughs> yep. Anyways, so there's a sword in them in the movie that basically, like, he kills a Draugr to get it. Gotcha. And the sword's meant to be powerful that you can only wield at night because it's, like, the, the weapon of the undead or something, and it's got, like, some mystical power, and so it could very well be because this great warrior died with it and you claimed it won it from him that you're kind of gaining some of that power and so like that could be a reason why people think that there's like magical weapons or or like yeah chanted artifacts and stuff yeah Makes that sense. could also like maybe be a reason why like the the myth of like jogger is like perpetuated is that you know, it makes the, like, claiming those artifacts more legitimate if you have to, like, kill yeah. them in death to get it, right? Totally, yeah. Um, and then, if, if we go more logical and, and boring, like I like to go, ah. um, <laughs> the, the, you know, we get these stories and stuff, and of course, like, the, the one I previously was reading is meant to to be telling a, like a, a story from history but i mean it very well could just be a tale of a caution against grave robbing um and it could be to basically just be a moral lesson to, to be like hey it's not it's not cool you could die and it it just kind of stops people from doing it but that's boring so i'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to go with that one. I, I could very well see that, though, yeah. Um, But then we're going to change gears slightly and, and hear another pretty pretty fun story. Um, This is kind of like what I mentioned, how we have the, the more sentry-like Draugr that kind of only might be risen from someone trying to grave rob. They kind mm. of they kind of just are there to protect their stuff. But then you get like the bloodthirsty, monstrous Draugr. And we have another story about that too. And it's pretty sick. Um, and it's probably the most well-known Draugr story, which is funny that within the story, Draugrs are never mentioned once. Um, the the main character is said to be called a troll, <laughs> not a not a Draugr. But wow. uh, pretty much everyone has a consensus of it being a Draugr. So this is also mentioned within the um Gretier saga, um, but different story within that. This is a story about uh Glamour. We're gonna call call him Glamour. He is Love a it. Swedish woodcutter who is asked to watch a sheep farmer, a sheep's sheep farmer. Um well, nope, a sheep's farmer sheep that was a mouthful, named uh, Thornhall. And he was um, had this huge like farmstead and 
no one would watch his sheep because they thought his sheep were haunted. Yo, um, sheep can be haunted? <laughs> apparently. I mean, I mean, plesiosaurs can, so why not? Go, nah. why not well, well, that's ghost plesiosaurs. The plesiosaurs uh, are haunting the I, lake, I, right? I suppose you're right. Well, these suppose. are just normal sheep that happen to be really haunted for some reason. Yeah, that's a good point. No, you're right, you're right. right. There's a difference between haunted and haunting. <laughs> Man, what um, did the sheep do? That's not fair. Well, Maybe there's a plesiosaurus just like watching over him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Glomer <laughs> was just a he's a piece of work. That's what that's what that's all I can say Glomer. about her. I mean, he was name, so. he was the only one willing to do the job. He was he didn't really care. He was just like, Hey, I need money because I need to I need food and you'll get that. You didn't believe in no ghosts? He did oh my gosh, this guy was, I don't believe in no uh, ghosts. Okay, so think of like every stereotype that exists in society about like atheists. How like when people talk about like atheists, they're like, "Oh, they hate life. They hate children. Mm-hmm. They, they they murder just, babies. They, yeah, they <laughs> whatever." So like that's what this guy is. He's he's every single stereotype of an atheist, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so this guy's just a just a not a good person and so um he was taking after sheep and stuff he he refused to take part of the traditional yuletide fast um because he didn't either he didn't believe he wanted food or he was just stubborn um i mean fasting does kind of suck i will say that 100 percent. um so the church near him was like invited them invited him he didn't cross over he didn't want to want to go to church he hated singing and praising and any kind of churchy stuff absolutely was not fun of it he was still identified as christian but he was what they what they called in the story an indifferent christian ah and on like christmas eve they were doing like the nativity service whatever and he rose early in the the uh, like session in the the, the church service mass service. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I can't he, come up with it either. He, I, know, I was like, what? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he, yeah. but he he stood up early and shouted, "I want meat." <laughs> oh, same dude. Oh, he's there. like that guy. I see. And I see. one of the the like women in the church, she was like meat no man calling himself a christian can touch flesh today tomorrow is the holy christmas day and it's a fast and he just he 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 just shouted he was like oh that's all superstition as far as i can see men are no better now than they were in the bonnie heathen time bring me meat and make no more ado about it this guy was like <laughs> he was like pagan us Christianist, it doesn't matter. We're all the same. Just give me meat. <laughs> I'm just back hungry. on the menu, boy. <laughs> this guy is like the definition of hangry. Yes. Like, oh my goodness, he's such a heathen. This guy was just starving. And uh, this this nice lady was just trying her best. She was like, you may be quite certain that it's a superstition, but um, this church rule must be kept. Um, and if it's not ill luck will follow and just nothing good can come of it 
and he he ground his teeth, clenched his fists, and was meat. I will have meat. And as he continues on this this rant, the lady goes and and fetches meat because she obviously was not gonna fight him for it because this guy was just meat hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Is he like starving? Like, yeah, seriously. Jeez, guys, hasn't eaten in three days. He's he's <laughs> on the edge. Yeah, um, but are we going to the point where like a zombie outbreak is going to happen because this dude was just hangry? Yeah, what? Dude. What? No, he was no so hungry but gave in to his hunger <laughs> that then humanity was cursed to be endlessly hungry for flesh. Makes sense oh to me. <laughs> um, I see the cool. correlation. Back to getting back to the uh, haunted sheep now. Um, so on the next day, this would have been, I guess, Christmas Day. Um, uh, Glam, Glam, what do I name him? Glamer, Glamir, Glamer, <laughs> whatever, whatever his name is. He uh, doesn't return from work, and a group of people were like, "Oh my gosh, we should go find this guy," and they did end up finding him. Um, whether or not the circumstances are good or not, we'll see. Um, so as the the the, the party went to go find him, um, they found this this scene where a very uh, uh a hardcore struggle happened uh there was earth stone kind of everywhere like obviously a, a tussle happened there was snow on the ground that was blotched with large splashes of blood mm. uh a very gory track led them up a mountain and into the farmlands where they find um this little kid um was like crying or whatever um and they turn around and see this and they see this corpse of a shepherd and he was swelling up what they compared to the size of a bull which oh i don't even my. know how we compare the size of a Yikes. bull to the size of a horse callback anyone yeah, yeah right <laughs> it's crazy yeah. got to be like at least half a horse. At least He's half. Definitely, <laughs> definitely longer than a horse. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I don't know what how long a bull is. That's confusing. Um. And if if this happened to be uh, glamour, um, and he was he was already like puffing and and swelling up as big as a bull, like that's not normal death talk, right? I mean, unless, oh, yeah. unless I don't know much about death, to me that's kind of sus. Like, like yeah. I know, you, like you can like get like bloated up with like gases when you die, but to like the size of a bowl, that is insane. Yeah. That's yeah. like so to what, me, like that sounds four to five like times your size. Yeah, that sounds some some kind of like infection or something. Unless maybe they were maybe it was just a mistranslation, misspelling, and they were saying that he was swelling up to the size of a bowl. B o w l. And it's just like, yeah, he got like slightly larger. Like his head got a little larger. He was swelling. Maybe he was allergic to meat or something like that. And he like his head swelled swelled up a little bit. That would be funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, anyways, so this guy's hands were all puffy. He was uh, like, just looked awful. They, they almost not human, you know. And um, looking at his 
eyes, they were glassy, glazed, and they described it as ashened gray. And they had purple lips, uh, bulky, like not bulky, sorry, like puffy, puffy uh, tongue. And it looked like he had been bitten with fangs. Okay. Maybe some wolves, maybe? Maybe. Um, We find out that uh, this was Glamour. And he comes back and begins to just slaughter anything that's living. Uh, So he, he goes from dead, bitten, swollen to undead, bitten, swollen. Um, so and... is this guy like the the gory version of like the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man? Like, <laughs> sounds Honestly, maybe. horrendous. <laughs> and in this story, everyone slain by Glam- Glamour also becomes Draugr. So this is a whole on yep zombie outbreak. Yeah. Jeez, what was and... in that meat, man? We assume that there might have been like a lone Draugr somewhere that bit Glamour. And or maybe the haunted sheep. Who knows? That is just a me edition. I have absolutely no idea. Um, the whole thing about the, the haunted sheep, I'm still not sure. Maybe it was just because like they were bad luck and he had bad luck. And that just means double bad luck. And he asked for me on like, well, they're fasting. So that's like triple bad yeah. luck. And that's just yeah, too much. Dude. Uh, he was made of bad luck at this point. He's more than 50% bad luck. <laughs> Never go above fifty percent bad luck. Yeah, he's more he's more bad luck than he is man. <laughs> and a, lo- a little bit more happens in the story. We're gonna kind of wrap this story up just because zombie outbreaks are so overplayed nowadays. Yeah. Um, I would but hate to if watch we show about go back to the play. first story that we talked about, uh, Gretier, Um He makes his way to fight. Um, Glamour and all of the zombies over there. And there's a huge epic battle where uh, Gretier actually does slay Glamour. Oh, um, so Gretier like gave up his grave robbing days and became a Draugr Slayer? Or maybe he's a Draugr now. Maybe he's no, no, no. Now the, now the grave robbing just comes to him. He just has to kill uh, him. Uh, came out of the grave and he just loot the corpse and it's like, well, it's not my but, fault. so yeah yeah maybe he kept grave robbing and 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 he thought maybe he could get something like some radical legendary armor yeah Um, at that point it's just spoils of war honestly um but instead of getting something cool he gets Uh, he got diseases he was cursed when he killed glamour and suddenly became catastrophically unlucky doomed to be lonely and he was afraid of the dark I mean, so to yeah, me, that just sounds like PTSD. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and it sounds uh, like uh, the bad luck just... from the one guy passed to him. Exactly. Um, I'm not sure how that, you know, happens, but maybe you just, you know, some kind of like undead, you know, transfer of uh, not. He, maybe he just really liked meat. Maybe maybe that's what. Yeah. Just um, and so starving. Just and everyone's like, you got to be unlucky since how much you like meat. Yeah, everybody knows that if you're starving for meat, it's just unlucky. Just yeah. facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so during this fight, to, to kind of give a little bit more context, um, in, while they're fighting, Glamour looks 
dead in the eyes, literally dead because he's undead, right? Um, uh, the Red Ear's eyes. Um, he speaks with his gray lips and just dead body and says, Thou hast acted madly in seeking to match thyself with me. Now learn that henceforth ill luck shall constantly attend thee, that thy strength shall never exceed what it is now, and that by night these eyes of mine shall stare at thee through the darkness till thy dying day, uh, so that very horror shall uh, thou endure to be alone. What a curse! This guy just like like cast a that is wordy like, but like every night whenever it's dark. He's just going to feel that stare at him until he dies. <laughs> How yeah. haunting is that? That'll, that'll definitely make you afraid of the dark. Yeah. Say that. But um, it's just crazy. No, no. Like this, this zone, like Draugr got like an epic own on his yeah, killer right. before he died. Jeez. Right, mm-hmm. Kind of nice. You'll never feel lonely. You'll always <laughs> feel like there's somebody around with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's always somebody there. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, he he never was alone again when it became dark. Yeah. He made sure because he was uh, honestly horrified. So whether it was the person staring at him, the the dead eyes, or an actual person, he just could not stand to be alone in the dark. So with this story, we see that Draugr play very different roles, and so this could be two different areas of the mm-hmm. the Nordic world. It could be that truly that the Draugr are more diverse than just one thing um maybe there's multiple types of zombies maybe there's like the the sentry draugr and then there's like the zombie the meat hungry draugr, ones the meat hungry, uh that can cast spells apparently it, uh, it just depends on how much the uh the person who was alive liked meat i guess maybe so be vegan everyone yeah, or if uh, or if you have a friend, or if you want, I guess. Yeah, if uh, if somebody who really, really liked meat in life and they die, then you should maybe put a boulder on top of their grave, just just so. in case. <laughs> Stick uh, stakes in their hands and feet and just keep them from getting up. Oh goodness. Um, but nonetheless, these are just two very interesting, cool stories of the like some of the OG zombies. I mean, most most civilizations have their own right point, yeah. but zombies are just cool um i'm too scared to t- tackle like zombie as a whole topic oh yeah <laughs> oh my gosh it's, that's a that's a hefty one so but you know yeah. one one little uh genre of zombie at a time um yeah. so just quickly to, to wrap up um some other like interesting kind of things to think about with this so um Draugr have been known to have superhuman strength that would just be known to like crush people. Like, okay, so kind of how I thought. You remember in uh, Game of Thrones when the mountain became like basically an unknown, I mean, unknown undead monster? Right, right. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's ex- like, that's a very good it's depiction true. of kind of what a Draugr would be as well. Literally, like, nothing of what they like the person used to be because if you think about like the nordic people whether they be christian or norse um norse pagan i suppose um they believe in kind of afterlife where your 
spiritual astral body or whatever would leave and go to heaven or Valhalla or something. Hmm. And so your spirit would go. It's literally just a dead husk of a body, right? And mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. you're out somewhere else. It's your body that's still alive. And so they would get this immense strength. It would get, um, it, it would just either be like blood hungry, blood hungry, or and just want to kill, or just protecting what it's theirs. Um, and then thinking about the fact that it just continues to decompose. What's also known that we see from different stories is the unmistakable just stench of decay and and just how Not hideous pleasant. these things look because of yeah. what, what like think about like where like you know, where you die. Like there are stories of I don't know where I'll die. These these I know. uh like droggers <laughs> from that like that were sailors that died in the ocean and then literally just became oh, that would be the grossest ocean uh. just like things that couldn't leave the ocean because that's where they died and that's where the bodies are and just became this just disgusting like swamp monster almost like there's oh it's gross yeah that would be vile um (laughs) or you know just wherever i mean if you died in like the like arctic yeah your skin would be like blue and frozen be terrible like a like a whatever the other thing at my march can i keep going game of thrones i guess today um Mm -hmm. those ice zombie guys the whites I think they're the called whites. Yeah, thank you. Um, and just like, yeah, so like, like, even if you know, whatever, like, it, just like, like the people fighting them or people that bury them and see them and like just kind of hanging out, like these things were horrifying. And yeah, uh, yeah I bet, yeah. I don't know, it's gross. Um, but I like Draugr; they're really fun. Um, any any other thoughts? Other I mean, Skyrim. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think Draugr are like pretty cool. Like, it seems like honestly a pretty classical version of a zombie, you know. But I I kind of like their version more, where it's just like they're defending their grave. You know, I feel like I agree. You know, it's just if you were living like a couple hundred years ago or like a couple thousand years ago, whenever is that like you're saying is that grave robbing was probably like a really big issue you know is that people would if you were like a wealthy person you're you had like a good sword or a really cool ring or anything else like that i imagine like people would want to dig up your grave pretty soon after your death to try and get that yeah so it it does kind of make sense that they would like make up the myth of like the dragger to deter people from doing that mm-hmm. you know but yeah. it it also just seems like really like appropriate for like I don't know I just always think of like the Viking warrior that like died and is like still basically just like fighting in the afterlife just because they're like so hardcore you know right <laughs> can't get enough of it yeah. yeah and honestly like I honestly don't blame people for freaking grave robbing like I mean it's not like maybe the kindest thing but they're dead who cares like. If I when if I die if I die if if my maybe someday eventually I die perhaps uh go I I am giving anybody a blanket permission you can go ahead and rob my grave I, it's like if I have anything of of worth on me take it I don't care oh my goodness is uh can I like go into maybe your like room like quickly after you die yeah sometimes like I don't need I don't need uh, grave I just you can I, have I, you I, can have everything in my grave 
Anything else goes to uh, f- friends and family. So we're not friends. Yeah. You got to get on the list. <laughs> what the heck are you going to be buried with? I've these been, days? I've been on the oh. waiting list, Randy, for so long. <laughs> I know, dude. It's a close. has not been going down. Very short list. Um, I don't know. I had an aunt that was buried with an iPad. So who's, who, who knows? Oh, for real? Yeah. That, that's yeah. interesting. I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you really like. Like maybe a frying pan. You have a favorite frying pan. Yes, I have my favorite frying non-stick frying pan. <laughs> Bury it with me. See, I'm so maybe scared of becoming a drogger because I'm always on uh, segways and stuff that I'm just gonna yeah 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 one day to burn myself. I'm just gonna to become ashes and be thrown into like an become like thrown oh, in gonna, something no, a volcano. No, 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 I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna have my ashes be put in a thing of pepper shake it up and people oh are gonna have to eat me bro no, that's so that gross is... man that's messed up uh that's gotta be a crime of some <laughs> kind. oh my gosh is that how you pass on your bad luck to other people yeah, yes that's, that's how, how i cast my spells accidental cannibalism i don't think oh that's, my gosh that's terrible i hate it Just so much out. jeez but uh <laughs> hey zombies have been popular since the beginning of time um, yeah, well, as soon as the first person died, they came back. So, proof is that, that right? Zombies have been around. Huh, I assume zombies are real. So, <laughs> probably assume. first person who died must, yeah, probably became a zombie, came back. I'm I just saying, it. I've, you I've heard died, it first, probably here from Randy. Zombies have been around since the first person died because <laughs> I was there. So, because <laughs> Randy is the first person that died. <laughs> But uh, hey, if uh, you or have a friend or know someone who <laughs> no. likes zombies, my friend and or short. play uh, plays video games, uh, please uh, let them know that that they can listen to to us ramble on about Dragair. Yep, Dragair. Yep. Uh, please check us out on Twitter. Uh, it's Vanquishers Pod, at Vanquishers Pod, or TikTok yep. Vanquishers Guide. Um, we uh, do some cringy, cringy, cringy content. Actually, not anymore. I just talk. <laughs> just content this time. Just content, just content now. <laughs> just normal content. Um, and we will look forward to seeing you guys next week.